light this up real quick. Yo, folks, what it do? It's through a will, 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 will. Back again, back again. Episode two, thanks for fucking with me today. Y'all know what's good. Well, let's talk about it real quick. In case you missed it, NBA playoffs. It's Saturday night. So, uh, Warriors and Rockets played. Went into overtime. Wait, 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 wait. Let's talk about the four overtimes that the Denver Nuggets and uh, Portland Trailblazers had, though. Oh, my goodness. That was probably one of the game for the ages for the playoffs. Portland has the best playoff games this year so far. Game winner. Sending the games into overtime. Stopping the Joker. He had a fucking triple-double and still didn't win. Psh, ridiculous, yo. That's just fucking ridiculous. Um, what else? So today's game, which was the Rockets and the Warriors. Rockets came back on that ass. The, the Warriors came back. They... They went on like a 10-0 run just to tie it up and go to that motherfucking uh, overtime, which is real crazy. Um, so with that said, we got, we got, we got, tomorrow we got the Celtics and the Bucks, I believe, are the Blazers and uh, then we got the, yeah, we got the Bucks, we got the Bucks and the Celtics going on tomorrow. Which should be a good game. I'm thinking the Bucks will come out on top. Go ahead and take that away from the Celtics. Um, which everybody said that they had the Celtics going to the uh, Eastern Conference Finals. I don't know about that. If they can't beat if they can't beat the Bucks, I don't see them being beating the 76ers or the Raptors. Um, and that's just plain in sight, not happening. Now let's go with the. Uh, let's go with the uh, with the Western Conference. The way the Rockets handled the Warriors today, I don't think it'll happen again. Point blank, period. I don't think it's happening again. The Warriors gonna come back. Um, uh, with game four and, and picked up where they left off just like how they picked up where they left off with the uh, with the Clippers and destroyed them by like 30 um, what else we got for the playoffs or even for the NBA uh, they, I think they're trying to get they're really trying to get Tyrone Lue the, the Trying to give Tyron Luna the Lakers head coaching job. 
which is not really caring about it. We'll see what what happens when it happens. Um, yeah, the playoffs been been really good though, for better, for better, not even for worse. It's been the second round has really lived up to the second round. Um, we see the we see the we see the potential in Houston on what they can do. We see the potential in the Raptors. The Raptors losing to the fucking Seventy Sixers. I don't know what's gonna happen. Fucking Kyle Lowry. I want to say he's gonna step up. I don't see him stepping up for nothing. Um, it's been the last three or four years that he's been in the playoffs and couldn't do nothing, um, which is kind of a shame because he's an All Star. You can't be an All Star and 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 do all these things and not do all these things that you did in the regular season. Um, I see this year that he's been he been more on a passing team than he was on the scoring team last year, helping out uh, DeRozan. You got to get back to that regular season, Laurie. Last year, Laurie. Because um, this year, Laurie, he was mostly passing. Didn't even, I don't think his points per game average was over 20. No fact checks, just point blank periods. Uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be a real awkward season. Awkward off season for them, the Raptors. Um, if they can't keep Kawhi Leonard, um, I'm thinking they're going to trade off Kyle Lowry. They have to, even though he picked up, I think he did like four or five year uh, uh, deal a couple seasons ago. Um I don't see it. I don't see it working out for them. I don't see his going back, uh, going back to where he was in the conference championship. Um, yeah, I'm gonna leave it at that for the NBA playoffs. That's the recap right now. Before I say light this up, shout out to. Um, Malcolm X for what he did. And now, let's light it up. Alright, let's get into this band on, um, Louis Farrakhan we're not going to talk about the rest of them because I'm not really too caught up on the rest of them even I know who Alex Shona is Milo and the other people that they banned off Facebook let's start with Eric Farrakhan for real for real he's the leader of Nation of Islam If you don't know who the Nation of Islam is, they're the ones that you see on Crenshaw and Slauson. All of Crenshaw, actually. Um, selling bean pies, passing out the daily word. The free press, I guess they would call it. Um, we have to go back way back to 
Elijah Muhammad, Malcolm X, how they interacted and how Malcolm X called uh, Elijah Muhammad a pedophile and knew that his days were numbered after that famous uh, that famous interview was put out. Can't say all disrespect, no disrespect to the Nation of Islam because even after the book, everything that, uh, what's it called? Uh, the message to the black man. Even after the book, you still have to understand what Malcolm X was talking about and getting through to the people of his camp. Violence is needed. Violence is needed. Stay dangerous. The only reason that Martin Luther King and Malcolm X couldn't coexist was because of two different ideologies. King didn't want no violence, wanted to be known as a nonviolent man to get his people up to learn about stuff. Malcolm X wanted people to stay dangerous, fight for your rights, know that know the ins and out of the law, um, to keep yourself alive and and really helped I'ma say he helped the black community stay afloat. It's people that took over uh, Dr. King's legacy and and kept on with the and kept on with the uh, with the nonviolence protocol and was really was really shut down because once he figured out that it was all a shamble. People in his own camp was telling on him. Uh, you have to believe that even his words, even in his words, that Dr. King was not the most, what he, what's the word? Was not the most likable to other people in other states. Malcolm X had the world on his feet with teaching his violence is the key. But then he went over to wherever he went to and saw that everybody was different. He saw that there were white people that did, that understand where African Americans were coming from. Um, and so once he found that pride, that sense of pride, that it was other people with him, his whole mind changed. And I think that's what got him to leave the Nation of Islam or not even leave the Nation of Islam, just preach his different word. Because now you have people that like, rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. He had a Malcolm X chain, a gold Malcolm X chain that he wore around his neck frequently. 95% of the time he had his Malcolm X chain on. You saw it in his old videos 
uh, from Bullets Have No Name on it, Slauson Boys, The Marathon, Slauson Boy 2, The Marathon Continues, Victory Lap, you saw it all. And it was really, it, it was really a shame for people not to see where he came from. He didn't come from Dr. King's establishment. He came from Malcolm X's establishment, which was violence helps keeps us around. Not taking no from an an, no answer from the cops. Not taking a no answer from people that sells you stuff because of your skin color. Nipsey preached on your own. Got that from Malcolm X. On your own. Get up out the seat and start what you got to start. Now Malcolm X, the famous interview, you can look it up, research it yourself. I saw that they were young girls. Young girls, not legal enough. Not legal yet, having babies. And resembled Elijah Muhammad. And he said in the interview, he confronted him. And he, uh, Muhammad said that he was, he was Muhammad. He was David. He was God. He was the reason that he could fertilize these women, these underage women, and get them pregnant and have his kids so his name can live on. I wish I could speak to those kids right now to see how they're living and how they understood if they understand if he was doing the right thing or not with their moms um, if it was me I would have been on Malcolm X's side I would have stood next to Malcolm X no you don't if you're saying you're if you're a leader of a whole nation, why would you want to? Um, why would you want to do that to young girls, young girls, and put them in a put them in a predicament like that? And knowing that you're a leader, knowing that they should follow you, and, and take control, and you take control over them. Wouldn't set set well with me. That right there is considered rape. And back in those times, you could say it was pretty much damn near legal. Shit wasn't popping off like it is now. Motherfuckers don't have their whole uh, uh, eyes straight, their whole head on correct. And in that same interview, the interviewer asks, aren't you scared of what's going to happen to you bringing up all this stuff? Or saying this all to the media, to America for, for them to see? He said, yeah, I'm probably a dead man as I speak. A dead man. And it's a shame that he really did, he really died like that. You can see the pictures. You can research them yourself. Right next to his wife. Pregnant wife at that. You know what I mean? 
came in, shot the man just like that, just like they did Huey Newton. Which was an offset of Malcolm X because he preached uh, leadership, community, uh, community help, giving stuff back, giving stuff to the families that in that was in need, staying dangerous, having people learn how to use a gun, um, people learning the law. All useful things. All useful things in this world today. I see online that there's... I see online that there was actually Caucasians following Farrakhan, Farrah Dummies acts. And then looking up some research today, dude was taking millions from from companies. Taking millions from companies. How you do that? To keep yourself afloat, you still taking money from these white companies to keep yourself afloat. To keep your message pure, not even pure. Keep your message at a certain level for them so you can keep living the life you want to six million dollars eight million dollars it's like like the power of money <laughs> you know, they always say the power is money and you can't get away from it no matter where you are in life no matter where you are in the world the power is in money then they had him show up at Nipsey's uh, at Nipsey's store to talk some words. I'm gonna bring up Nipsey Russell because he was having he had such a big mouth. No, Nipsey Hustle was about saving the community. Paracon was about reshaping a community. Dudes from eight from nine to five out there selling his word, trying to make money for his word. Which which is okay. We all want to have somebody to sell something for us. We don't do the work, we just speak. But in his case, even listening to his words, like, you can see what he said was true. You can see what he says is true and has an effect on a lot of people. But if you do your own research, you can see the flaws that he have, the insights that he have, that he speaks about, are all from... How do you say it? Privileged ones. And then you got people. You got people that. Um, that speaking up about him. Saying that he's this man. And he's that man. 
but he can be this and that man if he's stealing from his own people. I think one of the other things I read was he was giving off fake, fake Section A vouchers. When I read that, I'm like, fake Section A vouchers? Motherfucker, if you wasn't giving nobody a motherfucking apartment, if you were still trying to keep motherfuckers on the government assistance, you're not helping the motherfucking system. You're not helping our system, the African-American black community system. You're still helping the, the, the government system. We're keeping us on file. How do you still want to keep us? How do you want to help us, but you want to keep us on file? That's what got me. You have motherfuckers out there, out there standing in line giving you money for a voucher. How do you give money for a fucking voucher? Man, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. The, I don't know what he did for all that, but that's quite a scam to give mother to take motherfuckers money and give them a sec. Try to give them a section eight voucher. Not taking, not taking their money and trying to set them up in an apartment where they. Um, where they didn't have all the money or where they thought an act of um, racism or um, what's the other word? Fuck. <sighs> act of racism was happening because they couldn't get there. They couldn't get an apartment where they wanted to. You still want to keep motherfuckers in the community. You wasn't looking for no fucking apartments in motherfucking Gardena. Fuck apartments and fucking um and fucking Hearthstone and El Segundo and motherfucking um and motherfucking Carson. You still trying to keep people in the in the hood, where you can try to where you can get them to come to your mosque and 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 give you more for their donation to keep you living afloat. That was kind of like my whole thing with, with, with preachers. I'm going young, young. I was young, man. Caught the bus to the motherfucking. Uh, I can't even think of the church that it was called before. It's called the City Refuge, but this one he was on Hoover in Manchester. Man, so many people getting off the bus. He was, man, like he, he spoke the word so true to people. Come as you are. Don't matter. Come as you are. Wear jeans. Wear a t-shirt. Wear what you had on last night at the club. Come as you are. Come get this word. And come give us the money that you didn't, that, that last $10 that you didn't spend on that drink. Come give us the money. Even though you're about to get back on the bus and go back home to the same uh, to the same environment uh, before you left, yeah. I came when I came to church one time. I saw that. What color was that? It had to be a Benz or a Cadillac. It wasn't like no. It wasn't no. It was a motherfucking cream white. 
Cadillac or Benz sitting in the driveway. Nobody parked in front of it. Nobody parked on the side. No cars in front, no cars on the, on the side. So he can get it right in and right out whenever he wanted to. Then he moved to fucking uh, Gardena. To a bigger church. Had a shuttle come and pick folks up from L.A. To get the church in Gardena. Had people still catching the bus. An extra 30 minutes to 45 minutes. Because you know the bus runs slow on Sundays. The bus runs slow on Sunday. So people out there just standing waiting on him. Now that he got any connection with the uh, with the metro bus. Because they still going to do what they do. You know what I mean? No disrespecting into the word. Speak the word, read the word, teach the word. But don't, I, I wasn't with that. Taking money from people that don't even have it, that's about to get back on the bus. Taking money from people that don't have it, they gotta, they gotta do overtime. Um, because they gave you their last 10 so they can eat for the next two days. Um. That didn't sit well with me. And then once they came out with the uh, with the TV show with all the pastors and everything, then I really understood. They had T.D. Jakes. I mean, we was at we was at West Angeles, but when they moved into when they was building that shit, I'm like, damn. And then they had an ATM inside the church. This had to be after, this had to be after the City of Refuge. Our Noel Jones was preaching at West Angeles. I don't know, whatever. But once I saw them building that, I was like, this is really, it's good that people want to listen to stuff, but when you got ATMs inside of a church, that's money. That's the ATM fee. And that's the fee that your bank is going to charge you. That's $6 plus that plus that 20 you taking out because you can't take out a 10. You can't take out $10 at the ATM. That's $26 that the motherfucking bank and the ATM machine is charging you. So, point blank, the ATM, that's $3. One fifty of that $3 is going to the church because the, the ATM machine and the church split that. And then... The church is getting whatever they're getting from the people. Dollar, ten, fifteen dollars. Somebody may have somebody may may have worked overtime or may have even um hit the lotto for a couple a couple hundred. And they gonna give you at least a hundred. Cause God did it for you. God did it for you. God you went to church, you gave that ten. And you put some more money on a lotto because you needed some more money. Hopefully, you didn't lose on that lottery ticket. And you hit for $200. Oh, Lord, help me got this, get this. So, I I got to get back to the church. I got to make sure the church get it. 
and the only people that get it is is the is the the pastor get it, the pastor's assistant get it, the 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 uh, what do you call them? Uh, shit. One of my uncles is a fucking uh, fuck. What do you call them? The dudes that tell you where your seat is. The dude that passes around a collection plate. They get theirs off of what you get. Then listening to stories. You can be at that church 30, 40, 50, 60 years. You pass away, the most they're going to do for you. Let you have the funeral. You don't have to pay the, you don't have to pay the pastor. You pay the pastor in, in, in your tithes. Don't work for them. Don't work for them. Over. And then they're going to they give you everything else, but they don't go help your family out. They don't even pay taxes. How could they help your family out when they don't pay taxes on what they get? So the money is already gone. You got people in churches. Joe Osteen, when that shit happened in Houston. Shit was dry as speck. And you couldn't let people to come in. I would have broke down windows. I would have had my gun, my shotgun at the window. Pop, pop. We all in that motherfucker. Don't tell me we can't come here when you got when you got people coming in here paying you to have this big ass um arena for a church. Man, you guys to be fucking kidding me. You got concession stands in there. You got open floor. You didn't have to let the people onto the onto the onto the floor. People could have just stayed in the seats. It's just just like the Superdome in Louisiana. It was people in the seats. The motherfucking ceiling was cracking. Ridiculous. Re-fuck-ridiculous. And now let's get back to fucking Elijah Muhammad. Farrakhan. I just... I, I, I never trusted him. I couldn't see myself trusting somebody like that. And this was, remember Malcolm X died in black and white. We all see color. You understand what I'm saying? You got to remember this. Malcolm X put that shit out in black and white. They can digitally remaster that motherfucker and put that shit in color. Just like they did the um, I Love Lucy show. Put that shit out in color. You can see just what color he was wearing. You can see his eyes. You can see the, 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 the wrinkles in his face. As he sit there and tell you that he confronted uh, Elijah Muhammad and he was considered a dead man after that. And what happened? Conspiracy not. They didn't want <laughs> the nation of Islam to handle it because if the nation of Islam would have handled it, it would have been up in shambles. It wouldn't be no nation of Islam right now if they would if everybody would understand what happened to Malcolm X. You don't you must, people have to really learn and and think about that shit consciously. Think about that shit. 
Yeah, they killed King because he was about he was about peace. But I'm telling you, he learned something else, and that shit was about to turn a whole different way. Jesse Jackson sitting, standing right there on the side of him. You heard the story. They were supposed to sleep on the first floor, but he got to the second floor. Hmm. Perfect. That's the shit. That shit's in there. That shit's in there. I'm gonna tell you this, I can I can carry I can give two fucks about them banning him off Instagram, Facebook. Now you wanna go at what Alex Jones and what those other people do, that's fine. But to care what they do to the nation of Islam who took all this money from people, who has a free press, who sells stuff on the weekends, who um has attention from um, all whites of life, black, white, Asian, male, female, transgender, even though he won't even say it. You can look at it now and see what he said back then and tell what he says now. Man, what? You have to change with the times. Change with the times. Just so he can be living today change with the times you can say that a black man like him is living and he doesn't have any ties to the government you can't say that the black man was living telling us what to do how to do it when to do it but has no ties to the government which Malcolm X and Martin Luther King were preaching two different things but the same thing both dead Jesse Jackson is still alive. Elijah Muhammad um, Farrakhan is still alive. This shit going to go over your head, but it needs to be in your head. Shit needs to stay in your head for that. Let me light up real quick, man. You have to fucking remember. We in the day and age of motherfucking time. Time is being wasted every fucking second. Now, and 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 watching, listening to Star on on um, on YouTube. Why don't these motherfuckers have their own Facebook or Instagram? Why is it that they only have a um, a website? The shit was so big for so many years. I'm like Star. They would have their own social media platform. I, we, I would be on that social media platform. Like, what? How does that? <laughs> it's an effect. The ban is in effect. The ban is in effect. And you can see how many people are posting about why he's why he's being banned after all of these years. Funny, after all of these years, King's been dead over I'm 30. Over 30 years. Malcolm X been dead over 30 years. 
and you just now want to ban Farrakhan from Instagram has been Instagram and Facebook has been available for more than five years. Facebook more than ten years. You just now want to ban Minister Farrakhan from the platform? No. I'm not buying into it because they have um, because there are certain dangerous things. I'm not buying into that. Maybe he stopped accepting money from uh, from from those companies because he doesn't want shit to come out like it's about to come out. People just have to do research. People just have to look shit up. I'm not going to go back on my word on, on how I feel about uh, Farrakhan. Now I can go back on my word on what I what I how I feel about uh, Elijah Muhammad. Definitely gonna keep praising um, um, uh, Malcolm X for what he did for the community, what he tried to do for the community. Definitely gonna keep trying to praise Dr. King, even though they tried to get at him for what he was doing um, on the side. That's just how the ball goes. Like I said, you can't tell me that Farrakhan was doing all of this for the black community and just now they want to ban him from social media platforms. No, don't care. Don't care for it. Don't care for it. Alright, let me light this up real quick. Alright, on this last second, I'm gonna give you just a quick on uh, just a quick tip on uh how to pick your food at the grocery stores. For some people, it's kind of, for some people, it's kind of hard just to go by what they see on the advertisement, what they see other people pick up. But it's really, it's not, it's hard, but it's not simple. <laughs> All let me say, it's hard, but it is simple to understand how to do things. We can start. I start with the fruit. Just quick, just a quick run through on how to do things with your fruit. You want to pick from under the first layer. You want to pick from under the first layer. First of all, you want to pick from under the first layer because people touch touch foods, touch produce to see uh, how it feels. What's the texture of it? I myself, I put them in bags. But what I do, I use the bag as my glove. So I'll turn the bag inside out. I'll go to the second layer. And I will feel, say, I say as a tomato. 
feel of tomato is ripe or not. Too soft, you don't want it. Too hard, you may want it if you're going to use it for a future day. Um, as far as what else? Um, apples, pears, bananas, plums, all your fruit you want to pick from the second layer. And make sure that, uh, say with the plums, that they're nice and... Um, Nice and hard, firm, not hard, but firm. You don't want a soft and soggy plum. Um, Say with bananas, if you want to keep them for a few days, you don't want to eat them for a few days, go ahead and get the green tips. Um, You want to feel how hard they are. If they're really firm, you don't want the mushy ones because the mushy ones will get brown in a matter of days once you keep them in your house because you have to keep bananas in a safe uh, in a safe place, not necessarily the refrigerator, but they have to be out in um, a cool place. Um, what else? Um, pineapples, you want to pick those up from um, from the stem and you want to flip those over to the bottom and see, uh, see yellow gold going up um, toward the stem. Um, give it a nice smell. Um, to see, <coughs> give it a nice smell to see how if you need to cut it now or later. Um, strawberries, strawberries are kind of hard because they're not out in the open. As far as like when you go to a farmer's market, when you pick a bunch um, at the market, they're already in a pouch. Um, in a container so you have to look at those pretty good you want to see bright red um, and you want to smell to come off when you smell them from the from the outside you want to be already able to smell them once they're in your hand once you're shaking them around to see how they look and how firm they are you want to be able to smell them right there before you even pick it put it put it close to your nose um, we can go over the vegetables. We can go over the bell peppers. You want a nice firm, um, no wrinkles, um, shiny three or four. I'll probably go with the four, uh, with the four thumbs at the bottom, uh, just because I think they're sweeter to me. Uh, and that's with the red, orange, green, and yellow bell peppers. Or if you want to get the mix, go ahead and get the bag mix. The minis, the minis are good. They work really perfect, so you don't have to use, um, if you're not using whole bell pepper. Um, for your spinach, um, like I said, you want to go to the second row. Um, you don't want any frozen spinach. You want to look for the fresh, um, the fresh spinach that they just put out um, during the day. Um, as far as your cabbage, your cabbage, um, red cabbage is my, uh, it's my preferred. Or if I'm going with a mix, I'll get the red and red and green. Um, but as far as your cabbage, you want that to be firm. Um, you want to see the ridges on the side. You don't want, you see no dark spots, all red and white. Um, for your green, it's going to be hard for you to see, um, easier for you to see more brown spots. There shouldn't be any brown spots if you go into the grocery store.
what else? Um, what else as far as vegetables? Mushrooms. You want to get your mushrooms not in a pack. You want to be able to grab your uh, mushrooms in a handful. Um, with mushrooms, it's hard to get to the second layer because they're all in the rack or all in the box. So you just want to mix those around and get the get the ones that that, that are really looking good to you. Uh, and don't forget to wash all of your fruit and um, vegetables before you use them. Um, I say that especially for the mushrooms. You need to wipe down your mushrooms um, because they are dirty. They do come from the dirt. Um, um, with a damp towel, with a damp napkin, uh, you want to wipe around the top to make sure you get a shiny white um, mushroom. Um, let's see, let's go with uh, snow peas. You want to get those fresh because um, those are preferably the most nutritious. Um, even if you just snap them and eat them, by, eat them by yourself and just take the middle out of it, you're really good. Um, I see what else with the fruit and vegetables. Uh, if you're going to get lettuce, um, get romaine lettuce. Um, that's the ones that look that come straight from the ground and you can see how um, they open up like a rose petal uh, you can see the middle um, no crumbles just all um, nice ridges ridges not wrinkles ridges on the romaine lettuce um, what else if you're going to try some chard, I really prefer you try some chard. Um, those preferably, you want to see a red stem on the leaf um, before you want to buy those red stem. You don't want to see a, a white or a brown stem. You want to see a red stem on the leaf. Uh, what else do you want to go for? Um, greens, preferably um, non-bagged greens. All greens have to be washed just because they come from the dirt, just like broccoli, um, spinach. Uh, all your dirts want to come from, uh, you need to wash really thoroughly before you even want to put those in the refrigerator to keep safe. And make sure you keep all your vegetables in uh, a safe spot, a safe crisper, a clean, safe crisper, so you know that you only you won't smell any other fruits um, or any other vegetables when you cook. Um, onions are real good to pick out. Um, sometimes you can smell them. Uh, I like the red and the white um, onions preferably. Um, what else you want to go through? If you're going to get honey, I prefer you try to find a um, A honey, uh, honey and bulk, as far as uh, like wink, winko. Um, the best, the sweetest honey. Uh, you don't want to chase the the jar honey. Um, that goes with the peanut butter as well. Uh, if you can ground your own peanuts, peanuts and oil, um, that'd be a great deal for you. Um, especially if you eat it. If 
you don't eat it as much because you don't want to keep a jar of peanut butter in your refrigerator or in your cabinet um, for over two months for me. I throw it out even if I haven't, even if it's halfway full because it's just not, it's just not stable for me. Um, so I like to get mine, uh, grind it up right there in front of me, uh, like at a Winko. They have that stuff. Um, let's go over to meats, um, fresh meats. Um, we can start with the sandwich meat. You want to get yours um, sliced uh, right there before you. Um, or they have slices already made right there for the day. Um, you don't want to buy the pack slices um, of meat or cheese if they, they can. If you find a grocery store um, market that slices it right there for you, you want to go ahead and get that. Uh, find a market that sells... Um, that sells their own um, chicken, turkey, whatever you buy, um, beef. I don't eat beef anymore, so I wouldn't say beef. Um, no red meat for me. Um, the people that cut their own meats because they prefer we have the best cuts and the best tasting flavor um, rather than buying meat that's coming from What's that? Foster Farms are. What's that other one? Um, what is this? Smithsfield or something like that? I don't even know where those come from. Maybe come from California, but maybe not. Um, let's see. If you can get yourself, if you can get your hands on um, ground chicken, a lot of people really have a. a, a a sense of what when I say ground chicken um, when I'm making my chicken burgers I use ground chicken when I'm making tacos I'll use ground chicken um, if I'm not using turkey ground turkey I'm using ground chicken and I found that at um, at Mexican markets as uh, where is it uh, by low uh, uh, What's that one in Linux? Value Market. Um, Northgate Market. They have their own. They grind their own meats. And so, uh, particularly ground chicken, because they get a lot of uh, chicken. Um, I know one place they ground their own um, turkey meat, which was the best turkey meat I've ever had. Um, um, didn't get in that watered down. Um, turkey meat uh, already in the bag or already in the in the in the clam from uh, Foster Farms or Kroger they have their own or uh, um, Genio turkey meat no if you can go to um, those Mexican markets Northgate uh, top value um I forget the other one I just said, but if you can go to to those markets and get your own, um, you'll see the totally, totally great difference in um, in eating ground turkey. But for sure, they will have ground chicken because um, that was always what they got. Period. Uh, what else with your meats? What else with your meats? Um, 
and preferably I even went to the Mexican markets for for my fruits and veggies typically cheaper because you can get four pounds of whatever for a dollar at a Mexican market rather than um, two pounds for a dollar at a food for less or Ralph's um, of anything apples oranges tomatoes whatever you want to get you can get that from a Mexican market way cheaper than you get from a Ralph's food for less bonds or wherever so if you can check that out I, I really uh, I really advise you to check that out once you have that free time and once you really want to get some good good tasting meats in you I preferably have you go to uh, those Mexican markets top, uh, top value Northgate and um, I say top value Northgate and somewhere else, I forget. I thought it wasn't that great. Look at those; they have it. Um, what do you want to go to? Let's go to. Um, we can go to cheese. My cheese and um, sandwich meat comes from Winko. Um, if you can get to a Winko, the closest Winko um, is in. Uh, Lakewood, I believe that's the city um, that has they can cut your cut your meats for you and they cut their own cheeses, slice their own cheeses and have their own cheese block, which is way better than the cheese that you will get from a craft or uh, what's that uh, Sargento or um, um, Telemoke. But Telemoke is the best cheese you can get. Um, already packaged already already from them um and i know that because when i stayed in humble i think they're based in oregon i believe um when i lived in humble that cheese will come straight from them and we will get the first tasting cheese even though a lot of our cheese came from um right there in humble that that hub had their own cheese and meat farm and when I tell you this the beef that we're eating not we're because I'm not eating it the beef that's beef that people are getting from these stores in bonds whatever whatever even the Mexican market because like I said all I get is chicken I don't eat beef anymore period but <laughs> If I do, when I do, only time I will do eat red meat is in Humboldt County, is in Arcata, is in Eureka, and I'm gonna go buy it myself from those um, from those markets. They have a co-op and they have uh, uh, they have a co-op and they have a whole food a whole foods market. Which I tell you, their grass is called grass-fed beef. That grass-fed beef is the best beef in the world. If you ever have a chance to get grass-fed beef, do not buy it in these stores. Trader Joe's um, probably will have it, but there is no comparison to a grass-fed beef burger that is from, when that beef is from uh, Northern California, Humboldt County to be exact, Arcata, Eureka to be exact. You will not taste a better tasting burger. And I tell you this, 
and everybody know that's from that's from the not from that's from LA that went to Humble State University or was in that area going to school, work or whatever, how they however they came up there. They will tell you if you they have friends that stayed in apartments, they see for themselves cows behind the apartments because I stayed behind. I stayed in an apartment where cows were behind me. And when I tell you they didn't smell nothing, they didn't smell no shit. No shit. No manure. No nothing. They're being fed grass. So when I tell you if you're going to make a drive up to wherever you're going to make the drive to up toward the bay, when you take that five to Sacramento, if your windows aren't rolled up five miles before you hit that cow field, that smell will be in your car the whole time until you get to the Bay Area. Because it's about two times you hit two different cow fields. And it's crazy because they're both, it's like they're snail. It both carries into each other. And don't let it be a hot or a rainy day. If it's a hot day, you're going to smell it because that heat is that heat is burning up that manure. And if it's raining, that rain is just making that, making puddles and making it just nasty. You can smell it. And it's just the worst smell you can ever smell. You don't want that beef. That's the beef that's going on. That's that people are eating out here. Ask anybody that's, that's made a trip up to the Bay Area. Ask anybody that ever went three hours north on five. You don't want that. You don't want that in your system. So I advise you really just to stop eating that. If you're in North, if you're in Southern California, I advise you to stop eating that. Because even if it says extra lean, you still get in that nasty manure. Even if it says grass-fed beef, and you see that, um, you see that uh, that red blood flowing through, that's mixed with dye. I'm telling you this, when I worked up there, man, I would take, we would get two shipments in a week of grass-fed beef when I worked. Ten pounds. You know how many pounds we used per week? Five. You know how much grass-fed beef I was taking home each week? Man, my body never felt better eating the meat up there. And even the chicken. This grass-fed chicken. It's chicken eggs. These eggs, these chickens are not being harmed. These, it's it's different. It's different. Once you know different, you gonna you gonna do different. Ask somebody to take a trip with you. All the way, take it, take it, take it. If you're being fly, it's gonna be eight hours. Take that ten hour trip up there. Go eat. Go eat, go buy you something. Go buy you some chicken. Go buy you some beef. Bring that shit back down in, in, in the dry ice. Go buy you some beef from some, some from a meat market, in, in, from the best meat market in, in, in Los Angeles. That shit won't even compare. You can make them the same way. That shit won't even compare. Them beef burgers out here, you even make the beef patties the same size. Tell you one thing, 
that grass-fed beef burger is going to be the same size as the size that you that you made it. That beef burger, that beef burger that you make from uh, from Los Angeles, from Southern California, that shit going to shrink up as soon as it hit the motherfucking fire. That chicken, it gets smaller as soon as you hit the fryer. Even the fish was better. Everything was better. I'ma tell you that. All that local shit, shit didn't know, didn't know nothing about the farmers market until I went up there. They could have had farmers market. I could have walked by farmers market so many times. Probably didn't. Mother, shit wasn't shit wasn't the way it was in '07. In '07, the whole the whole the whole island changed, and that's another story for another day. But banking on the food couldn't couldn't compare it. Even if you wasn't going to a a, a, a Whole Food or a co-op, that went go up there would show the best. But that's where I got my meat from up there was the Whole Foods. Like I said, I took that many pounds home. You wasn't caring about eating out up there. Eat at a food truck up there, cause they had no. You wasn't. They wasn't getting their meat from nowhere else. They wasn't gonna get their meat from motherfucking the bay to feed up in there because that shit was just better. You you eat, you know better. You feed better. You gonna eat better. And that's just that rant. That's just my little rant I had right there. Take it how you want. Do what you want with it. Make sure you do better. Shit, let me light this up for y'all for the ending. I want to thank y'all again for tuning in with me. You know what I'm saying? The Thrillers Podcast. It's a long time coming. Thank y'all.